Monday happy days, Tuesday, Wednesday happy days, Thursday, Friday happy days, the weekend comes, my cycle hums, ready to race to you. Hello and welcome to Happy Days Are Here Again, the only podcast that knows the true meaning of the phrase, sit on it. My name is Aaron and... <laughs> Today we're going to be discussing Happy Days Season 1, Episode 3, yes. Richie's Cup Runneth Over, <laughs> aired on January 29, 1974, and who's here with me as always to discuss the wonderful world of Happy Days? It's me, Christopher, and I'm uh, I'm ready to go. Come on, Richie. We're ready he's, to rock. He's doing something again. <laughs> he better get ready for it. Written This episode written by... Producer of Happy Days, yeah. William S. Bickley, who would go on to write a few, uh, a handful more episodes, but mainly became a producer of the show. Yeah. Uh, especially in the later years. He was pretty much with it up until the end. They kind of all were. Once you get on board the Happy Days boat, you don't get off that. It's a cash cow. The, the Happy Days never stopped. I mean, come on. Especially for director Jerry Paris. Oh, who, he's back. Who, He's back, baby. It's a name you're going to be hearing a lot of on this program. <laughs> and this, uh, you know, some episodes, they may they may foreshadow his later later work as a director. But, you know. That's right. Um, but, yeah, this episode, Richie's Cup Runneth Over, January 29th, 1974. Uh, not not a big day in history. No, there not was a, some, uh, some sports stuff, some ice skating stuff, but nothing... <laughs> Terribly interesting. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's because everybody was waiting for episode three of Happy Days to hit the airwaves. <laughs> the uh, European figure skating figure skating championships started. That's the most exciting thing. Wow, <laughs> that's awesome. And the uh, the NHL, the All Star Game, was that day too in <sighs> Chicago. I think those kind of you events know. deserve the Bosley drop. Oh, oh okay. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> yeah, that, that, <laughs> that gets the Bosley seal of approval. Um, but yeah, we'll just jump right into the episode. Uh, it's a good one. Yeah, I really like this one. It's probably my favorite uh, of the three so far. I'm glad you're saying that because I feel the same way. <laughs> I actually laughed a couple of times. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and in the first uh, first scene, Fonzie gets an opener. That's right. He's mad. Somebody's touching his bike. He's on that bike, and he can feel it. He can feel it. He has feelings that only the bike can feel. (laughs) Yeah. It's a symbiotic relationship. Yeah, it's a real Cronenbergian type deal going on. Oh, yeah. He is... (laughs) His flesh is one with the metal. (laughs) It's wonderful. But then we have a... uh, A first appearance of a regular... That's right. ...character. Marsha. The uh, the Arnold's... (laughs) The Arnold's waitress, the beleaguered Arnold's waitress. She'll be uh, here for a while, and then she'll just disappear. <laughs> like, nobody cared about her. <laughs> Do you remember at what point she disappears? Um, No, I would kind of assume it's when they went full sitcom in <laughs> season like three. Season three? Yeah. They're like, we don't, we gotta we, cut We gotta cut, th- we got too much stuff going characters. on. Yeah. We're, we're wasting time over here. The kids <laughs> want Fonzie for 25 straight minutes, not some waitress. <laughs> yeah, well, they play a big prank on her. It's pretty uh, good. I know. <laughs> she quits. I assume not the first time she'll quit. Yeah. Oh, like I said, beleaguered. <laughs> she hates it. Ralph Mouth puts a mannequin in her car. Ralph Mouth's a real dick. 
as per usual <laughs> That's in these his first style. three episodes. <laughs> apparently, I, uh, his dad also owns a store. Yeah, they get into that more later. We eventually meet his dad <laughs> because there are 11 seasons of this show. You meet everybody's <laughs> yeah. dad at a certain point. What kind of store does his dad own? I think it is a clothing store. Maybe it's a department store. I don't oh, okay. quite remember. Well, he, Ralph Malve is very fashionable in this he episode. He is. And in, yeah. And in the next one. Uh, he's got that little hat. He's got a nice sweater most yeah, of the time. Yeah, he's got like a Brando-ish yeah, hat. Yeah, he looks good. On. And he has like a, it's not a, I don't know what kind of tie that's called. It's not a bolo tie, but it's real thin. Uh, yeah. It's like a shoelace tie or something. It's like what Alfred E. Newman wears. Yes. <laughs> that's what I was thinking about the entire time. That's, he yeah, that's he right. looks like Alfred E. Newman. <laughs> like, I've never seen a real person wear that tie. He looks good but in it, though. He pulls it off. Yeah. He pulls it off. I don't think I. I don't think uh, anyone in 2022 is pulling off the Alfred E. Newman tie, but <laughs> Ralph Mouth makes it work. Um, and then Potsy shows up after they play this prank, and yeah, and uh, they're talking about the stag party that they're about to go to. Hey, hey, Potsy! Potsy, Potsy! Hey, Rich! Oh, you missed it. We pulled the greatest mannequin joke. What a fake out! Oh, uh, man, that's kid stuff. I got something better. <laughs> what? You ever been to a stag party? Stag party? Sure, I guess so. When have you? Well, one time uh, when I was in the Boy Scouts. We, oh, man. Oh, no, no, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> we had this party with just all guys, right? And we had the wildest water bomb fight. I mean, you wouldn't even believe it. Water bomb fight? Oh, yeah. yeah. Rich, I got us invited to my cousin Arnold's bachelor party. He's getting married, and a bunch of his Marine friends are throwing him a stag. Oh, that sounds like that's going to be nice. It's not going to be nice. <laughs> it's going to be wild. You think Marines are going to have water bomb fights? Oh, I guess, uh... Uh-uh. They're gonna have funny wedding night gag gifts and lots of beer and platters of cold cuts and dirty pictures and everything. You want to come with me or not? Oh, sure. That sounds pretty smooth. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> I'll pick you up tonight at 8 o'clock. Oh, wait a minute. Tonight? My Aunt Bessie's coming over to the house tonight. Well, you can't bring her. It's stag. <laughs> My parents want me to hang around the house. <laughs> well, try and get out of it. You want to sit around with Aunt Bessie or have some laughs with combat-hardened Marines? I'll figure a way to get out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the manager yelled at me for making his waitress quit. Oh, she'll be back. She's always quitting. who cares yeah (laughs) richie just does not care they've done this hundreds of times (laughs) she's living in hell this poor woman is like living out of her car she can't she can't get another job and these these damn kids are just torturing her day after day i mean she's fooled by what is clearly a mannequin (laughs) so you know maybe yeah maybe she you know maybe she's on like a you know special program for like (laughs) developmentally challenged adults Something. If such a thing existed in Milwaukee in 1957. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of assume no. <laughs> well, maybe she's just stupid. <laughs> it's possible. Uh, but yeah. Oh, gosh. Potsy. Big man on campus over here. Uh, that's kid stuff. Yeah, well, just like in the just like in the last few episodes when Potsy's, you know, trying to talk about that girl who was, you know, supposedly a slut. That's right. <laughs> she puts out, man. I guarantee it. Just read her this book. I loved him talking about the cold cuts, as and though that's a, se- a selling point. I was going to say, I love that he says cold cuts like we're getting them tonight, <laughs> yeah. and what emphasizes the sort of 
the silliness of this whole scene is the fact that his bike has like a little basket on the front. He's on a bicycle. Like we're gonna be men, okay? We're gonna get cold cuts. We're yeah, Marines. He, he might as well. His bike might as well have like have the, the little streamers that yeah. come off the thing, and like yeah, a little bell. It's he's got like a, a random bag of groceries in it. It's like a paper bag with weird stuff stuck. Well, in it. you know, he's gonna stop. You know, get some stuff. Mom asked me to get some carrots on the way home. <laughs> But yeah, so Richie's got to, Richie then has to go home and try to convince his father, oh, Aunt Betsy is coming over. That's the other thing. Aunt Betsy mentioned yeah. in episode one as well as coming over. She's back. Is Aunt Betsy ever seen on this show? I don't think so. No, I think she's totally off screen. Because I'm getting strong, like, Patty and Selma vibes from yeah, her. Yeah, <laughs> because she's going to bring over slides right. to show for Yonkers Her trip. Yonkers trip, which is, like... <laughs> I love that. Very much like the Patty and Selma yeah. slides. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we went to beautiful Yonkers. I had to take pictures of that. Yeah, I was... I mean, we'll 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 play the clip, but, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I was very confused that she went on a trip to Yonkers and loved it enough to bring back a, 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 a whole show's worth of slides. <laughs> Like what is there in Yonkers? I don't even... Well, maybe in maybe in the mid fifties, it was a beautiful place. And that's a long way to go. I was thinking you're the traveling same thing. like across the country to go to Yonkers. <laughs> like you don't even stop in the city. They don't want to. That's the crazy. They part. don't need like, to. We just came for Yonkers and then we're leaving. We're going right back to Milwaukee. <laughs> Thank you very much. The cab can take us from JFK <laughs> or Idlewild to. <laughs> <laughs> to Yonkers, and that's, that's it. We're, go, we're going right. We're going right through it. Um, but yeah, so in the next clip, we get to we get to uh, uh, somebody the reemergence of the most uncharismatic man. <sighs> really annoying. To ever grace happy days. <laughs> that's <whoa. laughs> and that is a strong, <laughs> strong contest. <laughs> <laughs> Jack, I've told you not to dribble in the house. All right, Dad. <laughs> sure glad he's not a shot putter. You gotta love it. Chuck, I'm glad he's not a shot putter. I love that. Chuck sounds so out of yeah out of this realm. This it it's sounds like so he's weird. slowed down. Like the audio is slowed down. Uh, it's okay, Dad. <laughs> and he's bouncing. An outside basketball inside. That would drive me nuts. I don't like it. Bosley is just resigned to hating yeah. his own son. That's all he's got Let left. Let me read this newspaper. <laughs> yeah, he, he just, it, it's just like the last episode, he couldn't watch his wrestling. I think the first episode, he's also trying to read a newspaper oh, and he can't. He's constantly trying to read it. He's a dad in the 50s. He's, he's trying to read hell. the paper. Yeah. He works all day. He built a uh, hardware store from the ground up, well, I assume. <laughs> I mean, there's got to be some downtime at that hardware store. He can't read his paper there. Oh, come on. He's, he, it's people, family time when he comes people home. coming in and out of there. Where's my wrench? Where's my hammer? <laughs> yeah. People are always asking him questions, you know. <laughs> Mix my paint. Mix whatever my he has, paint. you know, whatever he does. I must do something. But yeah, then Richie comes home. Like a ball of energy. And as per usual, ask him to do something that uh, he probably shouldn't be doing. Yeah. <laughs> Gee, can I talk to you for a minute? Can you wait just a second, Richie? I'm almost through with the headline. <laughs> I'm just joking. What is it? <laughs> oh, so do I have to hang around tonight for Aunt Bessie? I've got this really great party to go to. Richie, I have already lost Joni. Now, if I lose you, that means Chuck is the only one left. 
You know what your brother is like without a basketball. We hold a conversation in a huddle. Gee, Dad, this party is really a big deal. It's being held at the Crystal Hotel. What's the occasion? Well, um... Patsy's cousin Arnold is a Marine, and he just got back from Korea. Welcoming the returning vets? Oh, Richie, I'm proud of you. They deserve it. We can't do enough for them. It's a bachelor party. A bachelor party? With Marines? Real nice Marines. Arnold was an honor student. Nice Marines. Well, I suppose it's all right. I think I can trust you. Oh, thanks, Dad. Too bad you can't stay. Aunt Bessie's bringing the slides from her trip to Yonkers. Oh, yeah, well, I'm going to be real sorry to miss that. Richie? Dinner? Take it easy tonight, huh? Oh, I will, Dan. Oh, he will. Don't you worry, Boz. certainly will. Richie's an upstanding young gentleman. <clears throat> but, yeah, her trip to Yonkers. Very bizarre. <laughs> um, and also, so... He came back from Korea. We're yeah. getting into Happy Days timeline talk again. Okay, here we go. What We're in he... the multiverse, I think. <clears throat> so <laughs> he's in, he's coming back from Korea. Now, the Korean War ended in 1953. Well, right. it technically never ended, but the armistice <laughs> happened in 1953. Right. It's technically It's on, a modern war. It's ongoing, <laughs> technically. But uh, so what? So I think we kind of determined that the last two episodes took place in 1957. Yeah, ish. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But this, you know, there's a lot of references to 1953 when yes. they go to the when they go to the stag party. There's a uh, from here to maternity thing when <laughs> from here to eternity also came out in 1953. Yeah. So who knows what is going on? No. I just hope somebody got fired for that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Maybe they're just coming home for a break. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what they're doing. I don't it know. It doesn't make any sense. No. No, it doesn't. And it really... <laughs> Who cares? We just can't do enough for those damn vets. <laughs> yeah. What a strange thing to say in like 74. Yeah. True. <laughs> I didn't even think about that aspect yeah. of it. Yeah. Like yeah. the last, like right, right before basically nobody would be welcoming home vets. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, that's pretty grim. Actually. Yeah, it's really grim. Yeah, but you know, we get to we, but, but then we get to see the vets have a good old time. Yeah, at their uh, at the stag party, which is a pretty wild time. But first, Fonzie teaches Richie and Potsy a little bit about <laughs> drinking. Come on, we got time for one more order of milk. Potsy, I feel like I'm going to a benefit for Elsie the cow. Do you want to get drunk? Of course not. Then you got to drink more milk. It'll coat your stomach so the booze can't get to you. Are you sure about this? Yeah, milk is the best thing to use. Olive oil. Hey, Fonzie, why'd you say olive oil? Because olive oil is better than milk. You sure? I just said it, didn't I? <laughs> olive oil is better than milk. So yeah, Fonzie. Okay. <laughs> Fonzie still becomes is becoming a bigger and bigger character. Yeah, he was just hanging episode. out in like the booth next to them, reading like an auto magazine, <laughs> as he does. <laughs> he is a mechanic. Well, so. later in the scene, I didn't pull the whole thing, but he has a long conversation with Richie about how he uh, is like a great writer of bathroom stall walls. Oh, I, God, I love your poetry, <laughs> Richie. Richie is a Fonzie simp. 
Oh, I mean, everybody <laughs> is in this show. <laughs> Pretty much every. Oh, my God. Yeah, Bosley was at the end of the last episode. <laughs> he was converted in that episode. Yeah, He's like, I, I get it now. now every, Fonzie. Yeah, he was the last holdout in the town. <laughs> even the cop. I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll get to it. Yeah. In a different episode, but even the cops like him. Everybody loves Fonzie. I mean, how can you not? And he just he just is so clearly emerging as a breakout character, even in episode three. Yeah. Like, the camera just loves him. Just them. put more of him on there. And people... Love it. Now, did you ever use milk as a hangover cure or something to prevent you from being drunk? I'd never heard of either one of these before, milk or oil. I had definitely heard of milk. I never tried it because drinking milk is disgusting. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, I love a good cold glass of whole milk. Oh, Oh, man. Ice cold? Come on. No. No, thanks. Okay. It's not for me, but <laughs> but yeah, I've I'd heard of that, but olive oil I never yeah ever heard of that. That just sounds disgusting. Drinking like a cup of olive oil, <laughs> dear lord, it's why? Like, it's like it just sounds like one of those things. Like you just know, eat a bunch of food in like fifties. Yeah, so you gotta have a bread base. <laughs> yeah, That's, just just carb up, guys. It's easy. It's an easy win. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't waste your time. Yeah, it does sound Drinking like one of those milk. things. You know, it's like. From the same uh, school of thought as like, oh, uh, you know, doctors prefer camels. Or <laughs> right, doctors yeah. like assuring you that if you eat nothing but red meat five days a week, you'll be a <laughs> you'll person. live forever. Yeah. So <laughs> I kind of, I mean, you know, maybe they were getting that kind of advice back then. I don't know. <laughs> Drink your milk. Well, because later on, you know, they give him coffee, and that doesn't help sober you up at all. God, and imagine like <laughs> what horrible coffee they have in that. Oh. <laughs> like, Dear. No, no, not even Maxwell House. <laughs> Probably no. That wouldn't have even been uh, invented yet. I don't think. I don't know. Um, then they talk about they they they're leaving for the stag party, and I was surprised that it never comes up because they they make Potsy already referenced that this party would include gag gifts. Yeah. Okay. Yes. And then he says yeah. to Richie, "Did you bring your gag gift?" Yes. And he says yes, and he shows the thing. He shows wrapped. a wrapped box. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it never comes up. I want to know what's in that gag gift. I what's absolutely in it? agree. I have that written down too because I'm like, why? They make such a big deal of the gag gift, and we even kind of see a gag item in the next scene. So you're kind of like, oh, is it going to be like a a series of these? And like, what does no. Richie get as a gag gift right. for a marine? <laughs> Here you go. It's got to be a good guy. I mean, it's got to be. Well, what would he give him? Like, it had to have been. Maybe it's a deleted scene. (laughs) (laughs) Episode was just too long. (laughs) Yeah, we we had to add it. I mean, and there's a lot lot to pack into this episode. Yeah, this one's uh, full. (laughs) Yeah, it's absolutely full. But they do get there, and uh, like I said, the banner says, from here to maternity. Gotta love that. So I guess he's back to get married. It's kind of unclear. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a bachelor party, but it's also, I keep calling it a stag party. Well, that's like a thing. That's like an old school thing. Yeah. I mean, because in my mind, a stag party is like, <laughs> you know, they're showing like blue films on like well, 16 millimeter. I'm you know? sure they, I'm sure they, you know, they're doing that just off screen. Yeah. In the next room. <laughs> yeah. Duke has Duke. a, Duke, this big guy uh, who. He's as big as a mountain. He looks like a, a young Mike Starr. <laughs> Sort of just built like you know they they carved him out of granite. Yeah, he's just a beautiful big guy. He's thick. Yeah, <laughs> and they got Arnold Drysdale, Potsy's cousin. Yeah, well, it's there's an Arnold in this episode, and there's an Arthur, and there's 
the 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 restaurant. It's very confusing. Right, how which many... they do call Arthur's. Yes, they say they're going to do they Arthur, do. but the restaurant does say Arnold's on the outside. So we have established that at and, this point. And but then the name a character who's never going to come back, Ar- Arnold again, is just like, what are you doing to me here? I can't follow all this. I don't know. I was very confused <laughs> though, and I think I, I did pull the clip of them uh, going to the stag party. Hey, Potsy, hey. I'm glad you could come. Ah, glad to be invited. Hi, I'm Arnold Drysdale, Potsy's cousin. Uh, this is my friend Richard <laughs> Cunningham. Listen, the party's already started. Come on in. Enjoy. Have a cigar. Oh, well, I don't know. Oh, of course uh, he wants a cigar. He loves cigars. His grandfather's from Georgia. Well, now I have to... <laughs> that is Here you go, kid. Now, uh, don't burn your hands. Oh, thanks a lot. Sure. You, yeah. want, you want to play some cards, Potsy? Be fun. We could play a little... The... Uh. <laughs> You could practically hear the boing. Yeah. <laughs> boing. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, it's a Beavis and Butt. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> here, here, let me have some. They kind of are. Yeah, they, yeah. I gave the kids the cards. Oh, watch it, watch it. Oh, wow. Wow. It really is just Beavis and Butt. Patsy, look at this girl on the Ten of Diamonds. Oh, yeah, she's hot stuff. She looks really nice. <laughs> oh, she's not exactly the kind of girl you take on to meet your mother. <laughs> <laughs> so how old are they? Like, they're 16, right? <laughs> right. I, that, I, I wrote down that the Marines love giving pornography to children. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. Well, I was thinking because it's like cause when, you watch, when you watch it, it's like, you know, obviously they're older. So you don't right. really think about it. Right. You don't really think about that they're in the reality of the show. They're two 16 year old boys like <laughs> in a room with a bunch of, again, as Potsy says, battle combat hardened <laughs> Marines. They've been to Korea <laughs> and back again. They've seen like, you know, their friend's face turned into a pile of goo. <laughs> they've they lived, lived to tell the tale. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Um, what does Potsy mean? What is the joke? His grandfather is from Georgia? I don't understand that. What Why? do you mean? That's just where tobacco is grown. Oh, that's it? That is it. Oh, I thought that That's was... the extent of the joke. That's oh. where, that's like the, where all the tobacco farming, well, in the U.S. happened at the time. Uh, yeah, I know because I thought it might be like a sly well, reference. Virginia, Virginia tobacco. Oh well, there too. I mean, anywhere where it's hot in the tobacco south. road. I mean, yeah, there's yeah. A, there was a lot of it, but yeah. I just assumed there was more to it than that. Like it was a reference oh. I wasn't understanding. Like some Georgia guy who right. loves t- cigars or something. I don't yeah. know. The audience, it was a big. Pop, they loved so it. They loved it. So I. <laughs> I don't know. It was just, a, it was a very... Yeah, I, I, I thought it might be a sly reference to actual, you know, Richard Cunningham's real life. Because he's from Oklahoma. Like, his whole family's from Oklahoma. So I'm like, I don't know, maybe the grandfather's from Georgia. And I thought it would be funny to put that in. But uh, right. Ron Howard's uh, grandfather is also from Oklahoma. They're... There are Okies. Yeah. <laughs> Opie from Okie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Opie the Okie. It, yeah, I agree. It was weird. Yeah, it's very strange. But uh yeah, so they're they're enjoying themselves. They're looking at some porno cards, <laughs> which I've oh, never yeah. seen. I, you always I, yeah. I feel like you see those in like the pen. Oh yeah, like the, the ladies thing coming off. I always slowly. think of Simpsons when he's <laughs> yeah. got like the snack he's got, like four of them. Yeah. <laughs> Three, two, one, lift off. <laughs> but I've never seen those in real life. No. Well, I mean, by the time we could look at playing cards, it's like we have the whole world of pornography to right. look at. I have yeah. a computer. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need it. Why would I want this? Gross. <laughs> but yeah, so they're enjoying that, and then the, the then then uh, Duke. 
<laughs> the MC of the evening is he's playing in some drink games that Uh-oh. are gonna knock people's socks off. So Patsy and Richie have to resort to drinking some different kinds of oil. We're ready for him. Well, not the hair oil. Olive oil. You got it. From the kitchen. Genuine olive oil imported from Spain. That the good stuff came from Italy. Rich, when you're swiping something from a room full of men with meat cleavers, you don't ask about nationality. Here, take a swig. Hurry up. Oh my god. Just the thought of it. <laughs> oh, it tastes like castor oil. Well, I didn't have time for the vinegar. Here. We're men now, Rich. <laughs> they sure are. Uh, I, yeah, I like how Richie's like, I wanted Italian olive oil. You're about to get boozed up. Who cares? God. Uh, yeah, they really didn't drink enough of it either. Like, they only drank, you know, they the like idea is like you're supposed to coat your stomach with it or whatever the hell Vonzi said. <laughs> coat your stomach. Ugh. It's just so disgusting. And it's also, when they're drinking that, it cuts to the Marines and there's like two guys drinking milk. So they're trying to do it too. Everyone's afraid of this drinking game. Yeah, I thought they were battle hardened. Like they literally—they're <laughs> drinking milk over their here. Their best friend like got shot in the head in Korea, and they're drinking milk before they just drown their sorrows. They're like, like well, so... at least these kids are having a good time. <laughs> I know when I was their age, I wasn't. <laughs> yeah, they'd yeah. love to see the reality of the stag party. It's just a bunch of like PTSD'd <laughs> out Marines drinking to forget. <laughs> That's all Duke is. Yeah, know? it's like that scene from Mean Streets where the guy comes home. <laughs> yeah, Duke's jovial nature is just a smokescreen oh. of sadness. <laughs> yeah, he's making up for something. Absolutely, something he lost and he'll never get back. Absolutely. And then they so they so they start the drinking game festivities, and Duke calls this game sloppy sixties. Oh, gross. <laughs> okay, all you guys. The name of the game is sloppy sixties. Hey, the rules. You guys know the rules. Now you got to down one shot of brew every 60 seconds. Yeah. First one out of the game is a draft dodge. Oh. All right. Get ready. Get set. Bottoms up. You go. Hey, this is going to be a snap. <laughs> hey, hey, this is nothing. I don't feel a thing. Me neither. Get those drinks ready. ready. I sing my keys for now. Okay, get ready. Time. Sixty seconds. Sure. It only feel like fifty-seven. I know. All right, sloppy sixties is over. It's a twenty-way tie. Nobody's a draft dodger. We didn't lose. Guess we showed these Marines a thing or two. Yeah, but we didn't win either. Do you like to win, Potsy? <laughs> I, I like to win. Richie is pissed. No, you don't, Richie. Yeah. You don't like to win. Well, he did teach that fine, that nice young lady chess. That's true. Yeah. But it was a it was a game. It's about the love of the game, though. It's That's not about true. winning. Well, he, now he's in for the love of sloppy 60s. <laughs> I like to win. Yeah, he's the Nietzschean <laughs> Superman over here. As soon as he gets a little beer in him. <laughs> I don't see how sloppy... Like, I've played drinking games in my right. time. I this was is gonna... not, it's not a game. It's just like... <laughs> it's just timed drinking. It's like a race. I guess, but the sort but of. How do you win? It's just a shot of beer too. Like it's not that's even... the other thing. I'm like, just beer? Is that 
And it looks, and it's just got to be the worst beer. Yeah, like, it's uh, not even Schlitz over here. Like, what is that? Like a VFW hall in 1957? <laughs> oh no, it's just like the absolute uh, swill. Oh man, yeah, it's. Uh, no wonder they're sick. It's yeah, I know. And when the guy says twice, you know, if you lose, you're a draft dodger. Another potent thing to say in 1974. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I, that must have ruffled someone's feathers. I wonder if Duke would have lived long enough to like crack some hippie skull. <laughs> He's a riot breaker. Yeah, I mean, probably not far from it. He's the guy, he's the guy who like he was in girl, Chicago. <laughs> the girl put the flower in his yeah. gun barrel. I was gonna say he's at the Democratic National Convention. Uh, oh, in '68 Chicago. Absolutely, yeah. he's the Duke's there. They bust him in from Milwaukee. <laughs> yeah, when you need a guy, yeah, it's like calling in the Pinkertons. <laughs> but yeah, he's ha- they're they're having a great time. They're- I like to win. I like to win. He Richie, likes to win. Richie likes to win. He doesn't. <laughs> I just don't buy it. Well, you know, when you're drunk, your true self comes out. That's so true. Richie becomes an ambitious young man. <laughs> <laughs> instead of a little weenie instead of howdy doody personified so then uh duke brings out the main entertainment uh-oh a clip i did not pull because it's mostly just music and yeah not a lot and and, and marines hooting and hollering <laughs> like they're, the, they're the married with children studio audience yeah um, but uh, there's a dancer, a dancing girl, yeah. as she is called by Richie <laughs> many times, to make it clear she is not a stripper. Right. They make that very clear. She's more like a vaudeville actor. She like comes out of the cake, you know, obviously kind of dressed like Marine-like, kind of fatigue-esque clothes, yeah, yeah. and just tells jokes as these Marines hoot and holler around her. And, they're, and they love it. They can't get oh, enough of it. They love it. Hotsy's asleep. But <laughs> well, of course he is. Sloppy sixties got to him. <laughs> Didn't have enough castor oil. <laughs> yeah, Richie could handle his uh, his uh, his booze. For being so, like, a little guy, if a shot glass of of beer, it's sixty of them. How many like regular beers? Oh, I got. I, I did the math. On okay, this, actually, <laughs> later he says to Tom Bosley right. that they drank seventy two shots. Yeah, that would be about nine beers. That's a Not good amount. Like regular yeah. size beers. Yeah. For somebody who'd never drank right. before. Yeah. yeah. That would that, that would put you out. No matter how much milk you drink. <laughs> <laughs> You'd just be vomiting. Like, did you see oh, how much milk, milk they drank in that early? Yeah, season? it was like, I don't know, eight a piece of yeah, like the was, school milk cartons. Uh, right. you know? That's a lot of I mean They drank as much milk as they did beer. It's probably that's I mean it's over like a quart of milk. Oh just uh, yeah, they're bad. Like how much milk can you oh. uh like you can't drink a gallon of milk without vomiting, but how that's much true. can you drink without vomiting? <laughs> <laughs> it's just yeah, it's 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 crazy. But yeah, so after the show, Richie, he's pretty drunk. Potsy yeah, still. still asleep. <laughs> We never see Potsy get home. I assume his cousin brought him I, home. I was going to say the same thing. I, <laughs> I assume it's him. But he couldn't bother to bring home Richie, which is pretty funny. Yeah, he like pawns Richie off. <laughs> oh, yeah. He pawns, pawns her off, uh, which is a clip I pulled. So You were magnificent. You were absolutely... You were absolutely magnificent. <laughs> yeah, we, we had a lot of fun. Uh, you need a lift home? Oh, no, thanks. I've got my own. <laughs> Uh, you wouldn't be going uh, across town by any chance, would you? Yeah. Richie here could uh, use a lift. Oh, sure. Oh, listen, I don't want to impose, 
That's not necessary, because uh, I have my school bus pass. Well, save it for school, honey. Come on. <laughs> Bye. Bye-bye. Thanks, Arnold. Place. Yeah. Oh, say, listen, if you think I'd be crowding you, I could sit in the cave. Oh. <laughs> I always got to include a little bit of that stinger music. It's so good, yeah. But I love in the next shot when she's driving him home and she has the cake in the back of the yeah, pickup. Yeah, I was going to I love that truck with the the doors like a different color than the rest. Oh, yeah. And she just has the cake in the back. She's tells just a working sto- girl. Tells her there. story, yeah, you know? It, oh. it really does, yeah. <laughs> they put more thought into that truck than they probably did like the entirety of season eight of Happy Days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it shows. But yeah, so she takes uh, she takes Richie home. Richie is a, is a bit... Smitten, oh, big time! And who would? Although be? he's still, he's still kind of a gentleman, you know. At the oh, beginning, he's absolutely a gentleman. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't want to put you out or anything. You don't and have to take me home. She takes him inside, and uh, <laughs> he becomes a little less gentlemanly. But oh yeah, Tom Bosley bails him out. So. <laughs> oh hi, <hiya>, Dad. <laughs> hi, come here. Hey, this is terrific. You see, I told you my parents would want to meet you, Dad. Dad, I want you to meet—I want you to meet my friend, Miss Verna Laverne. This is my father, Howard Cunningham. Same last name as mine. <laughs> I think he had a little too much celebration. Yes, I would think so. Thank you very much for bringing him home. Oh, Dad, Dad, Verna or uh, Miss Laverne is a dancing girl. Oh, how nice! <laughs> she dances in a cake. Really? Yeah. Oh, it's a living. I better be going now. Bye. Oh, say, maybe you can come back Sunday night for dinner. Yeah, that'll be nice. Bye. Bye. Thanks again for bringing him home. You're welcome. <laughs> wow. Now, when you were 16, yeah, were you ever that drunk around your parents? Like, did you come home like that drunk? <laughs> Never. <laughs> no way. <laughs> Oh hi, you dad. Oh hi, you dad. Oh hi, dad. Yeah, he's he is wasted. His his acting is pretty uh pretty good though. Yeah, it's pretty accurate performance. It's though. good. Yeah, <laughs> I did come home that way once. Uh oh. And I remember. Well, I don't remember it. I just got told the next day <laughs> that I had gone into the bathroom and I had thrown up, and my parents woke up. And the vo- I had missed the toilet, and the vomit was just <laughs> coming from under the crack of the door. Oh my god! <laughs> it's like a horror film. <laughs> yeah. The Shining over here. Right. <laughs> and then they uh, took me out, cleaned me up, <laughs> brushed you off, put me to bed, just like just like Tom Bosley. Yeah, I was gonna say it is like Happy Days. So I was, uh, yeah, it was. I was getting a little uh, nostalgic myself. <laughs> Days gone by. Did you ever say? <laughs> you know, I can't be clear if I said it or not. So let's just say as yes. they're pulling you up from your puke stanchion. Oh, hiya, Dad. Yeah, I'm sure I did do that. Tom Bosley's robe in this scene is oh, awesome too. It's a beautiful robe. It looks really comfortable. I love Marion's curlers too. Oh yeah, I like that the back is kind of coming out too. Like she's actually been sleeping in it. You know, yeah. it looks good. Yep. Um, yeah, so he gets the bed spins, which oh. is... <laughs> oh, my goodness. Which is another, yeah, he's just so intense with the uh, drunk acting. Well, the bed spins. Yeah, like these close-ups. Yeah, they're just like crazy. <laughs> There's a crazy close-up of him at the stag party, too. Oh, I love that close-up. <laughs> I think it's when the, the dancing girl comes out at first, and it's just like... 
a three second shot of him like <laughs> maniacally clapping. And like he's this never looked more like up. Howdy Doody. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And like like a puppet too. Like absolutely. Yes, but then uh, Richie, after the bed starts spinning, he's throwing up, and the family comes to see what's up. Hey, what's going on? Nothing. What are you doing here? I thought you went to a slumber party. I got sleepy, so I came home. Yeah, well, go on back to bed, Joey. Please. Who's in there, Richie? Yes, now will you go to bed, please? Well, what's he sick about? He's not sick, sweetheart. Now will you go to bed? Hey, Mom, hey, Mom, wake up! Richie's sick! What's the matter with him? Nothing. Go on back to bed, Mary. Oh, I'll bet it's the flu. There are a lot of people have been getting the flu lately. <laughs> Maybe I'd better call uh, Dr. McKay. Uh, no, don't call Dr. McKay, and Richie hasn't got the flu. Well, what has he got? Nothing. So that's what he's got. So how does she know? How does he can hardly walk? She knows a lot of things. She does. Will you go back to bed, both of you? He's just a little tipsy. Tipsy? Oh, Mom, I forgot to tell you. I invited this dancing girl over for dinner Sunday. And... And don't worry about dessert. She'll be wearing it. No! A joke only he would get. Marion doesn't know. <laughs> she's, she's very confused. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Joni knows a lot of things. She knows where people are making out. That's right. The last episode. Yeah. So yeah, she's... She's like She's ears. a bit world-weary. Right. She's like... <laughs> And I mean, because at the end of that scene, when they finally take him back, she says something like, Richie's a man now, or Richie's all grown up. Yes. Which is exactly what the boys thought earlier, too. But that's not really the lesson they're learning here. No, it isn't. (laughs) Well, I wrote that. I I did write that down. It was like, drinking makes you a man? (laughs) Like, it it doesn't, yeah, it's, Tom Bosley does say that. Drinking doesn't make you a man. He straightens them out. It's like... This episode sets up an idea. Yeah. It explores it, and then it shows you, no. It's a tightly plotted episode. It's like, wow, this is about something. That's great. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and then we get a a nice comedic scene of uh, Tom Bosley and Marion talking about how they... Uh, how Marion uh, was, <laughs> yeah. was quite a drinker, right? At uh, some wedding they went to, yeah, in Pretty Atlantic City, and Atlanta, another like East Coast city they're talking about. They they love going out to the East Coast. They love it. They must have relatives out there or something because uh, <laughs> Atlantic City and Yonkers. <laughs> yeah, they make a, they they make future uh, appearances on Happy Days. As I well. just like they're like modest goals for these Milwaukeeans. So right. we don't want to go to New York or Chicago. That's too fancy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Atlantic City for me. Yeah, yeah. They're I'm surprised. You know, they're, they're they're looking forward to their vacation in Poughkeepsie. <laughs> oh, you gotta love Bucks it up County, there. Pennsylvania. <laughs> Some nice, quiet Poughkeepsie days. But, you know, Richie learns his lesson. Sure. And as usual. And then the next day, he's, uh, you know, Potsy's <laughs> trying to tell tales to Fonzie, and it doesn't go quite as planned. <laughs> oh, hey, Fonzie, you should have seen the party you went to last night. Right, Rich? It was really a great time. It was a bunch of Marines and beer and food. And this dancing girl, she came out and she took off. Nothing. Nothing? That's right. Nothing. Richie told me everything. I told him all about last night. The whole night? 
Did, did he mention if I had a good time? <laughs> he gives him a thumbs down. That's the punchline. Nothing? <laughs> Nothing, Potsy. You didn't do anything. You just fell asleep. Nothing? <laughs> Nothing? God. So pathetic, this guy. Give me a little buzz. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's my favorite. Um... Yeah, just nothing. And yeah, you, again, Fonzie starts this episode and he closes it out. That's right. With a thumbs up <laughs> and then a thumbs, <laughs> thumbs down. Thumbs down. Yeah. Wow. So it's kind of crazy that Fonzie is really breaking out of Happy Days, even in the earliest they love him. of it. People, people love him. People love him. And in the next episode, it's even more of them. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of them. It's going to be, it's gonna be all, all fo- Fonzie all the way down. <laughs> Oh, for it's about to get even worse than that. <laughs> so enjoy Richie while you can. Yeah. Oh, he becomes like the side character. Enjoy a little doofus Richie while you can. I like to win. Not for long, Rich. <laughs> uh, but yeah, definitely my favorite of the three yeah. uh, we've watched so far. Um, yeah, this... good structure. You know, it's something happens in it. It's a nice kind of warm... You know, learning to become a, a man, I guess, like, or just learning to grow up and not, like, you know. And unlike uh, the last two episodes, doesn't involve Richie and Potsy, like, trying to take advantage of women in some way. Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> it's a nice change of pace for the show. <laughs> we got to break it up somehow. Yeah, it doesn't involve, you know, I mean, even the, the, the dancing girl is handled pretty good. Yeah, I mean, all things, especially all things considered. considered, yeah, the first two, yeah, yeah. So it's a it's a solid episode, um, you know, Bosley as usual. I mean, come on, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you can't beat that. <laughs> but yeah, great episode, definitely the best so far. His and, cup did run over. His cup runneth over. No. And next time we'll be doing uh, season one, episode four. Guess who's coming to visit? That's right. Uh, until then. May these happy days continue. They're uh, they're your and mine. (laughs) 